you've been searching for that something, welcome my friend. Come on in and spend time with women just like us who come together to unlock true success and potential in our hearts, lives, and calling. I do know what it feels like to just want it all, to be ready to scale, to want to have that work-life balance, more authentic relationships, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, just to list a few. I want you to understand that it is not about our ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled, successful, purpose-fueled woman. And it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Her Unapologetic Life. We're at episode 58 and in a new month. You know I get really excited about that. So we're going to be shifting gears a little bit from boundaries into some of the things, we'll call it things, that really impact our ability to step up into our power, to set those boundaries, and to, you know, really live into all of that. Because I just want to keep weaving in the tapestry, right, of what's possible for us when we move from something to another thing. And so this month, I really want to hit on self-doubt. It's something that comes up whenever we want to up-level, whenever we want to move forward, there's a new level of it that comes forth. And so it really impacts us um, and it impacts our, impacts our ability to show up in our life and our community and all of that. So this month is a bit about self-doubt and then we'll be shifting a little bit throughout the, towards the end of the month too. So we're going to keep a good flow going. And so to start out, I looked up definition in two different dictionaries. Uh, first one is lack of confidence in the reliability of one's own motives, personality, thought, etc. And the other one was a lack of faith in oneself, a feeling of doubt or uncertainty about one's abilities or actions. And some of the synonyms of, if I said that word right, of self-doubt were it was diffidence, insecurity, self-distrust, apprehension, doubt, and misgiving. So, you know, as I started, you know, reading those words, I kind of felt like I was going down the, the dark tunnel of, you know, ooh, self-doubt doesn't feel really good. And the word that really um, kind of stood out that I didn't really know much about was diffidence. I'm like, ooh, you know, and that's the quality or state of lacking confidence or assertiveness. And I'm like, you know, that's kind of where we go with what we've been talking about. We're not setting boundaries. We're listening to our critic. We're in high-function anxiety. We're lacking the confidence. We're not being assertive. Um, you know, and so the example they used was he met the girl's gaze with awkward dividends, which kind of made me laugh because it was like, oh, so when we're in self-doubt, we're just kind of being awkward, non-assertive, and we don't want to be there. We don't want to be there in apprehension and self-distrust and doubt, right? We want to move out of that. Um, so when we show up in this way, what do you think we're missing? Like missing out on? Um, what are others missing out on? Um, you know, um, it's interesting when I meet clients, uh, a lot of self-doubt comes up, of course, because they're, they're wanting to grow and expand. And as we work through the self-doubt, um, I can see them pushing through it into going for something, you know, that they really want. And it's, it's a beautiful journey, but it is worth um, acknowledging that self-doubt gets in the way and that we will have to fight harder than we need to um, when we're looking for the answers. And what happens with myself and my clients when we're in self-doubt, we're going to look for the answers elsewhere. 
you know, we, and we might waste time, money, and energy. Um, been there, done that. And we're looking for something that we already have within. Um, and a way to actually access that is to really start challenging self-doubt. And the way that self-doubt shows up, um, and I've been hearing a lot about this on podcasts and books, um, that I want to talk about today really is imposter syndrome. I really feel like I love terms, uh, and they can't describe everything. But for today, when we're looking at that diffidence, that you know, mistrust in self, that you know, it not being assertive, not being confident, it really is when we are getting kind of stuck in the imposter syndrome. And I don't know about you, but I have felt that many times throughout my life. We often feel that way when we're wanting to step up like in our career. That's a really good example. Um, and what happens is when we're feeling imposter syndrome, in regards to self-doubt, it's a high level of self-sabotage, really. Um, and so if you catch what I'm dropping, you're noticing my theme is woven all together, right? I mean, we're going to be sabotaging ourselves when we're in this place. And so ask yourself a second, like, what is imposter syndrome to you, really? Like, when you say, oh, I feel like I have imposter syndrome, what does that really mean? Um, to, to me, it's kind of like doubting my ability or my value. You know, I don't have what it takes. Um, in the past, I felt like, oh man, you know, um, am I going to be able to really do this? Am I really, um, do I have enough wisdom to help these women, right? Or to raise these kids, you know? And so I work with really goal-oriented women who are really, really productive and, you know, function high, but that nagging imposter syndrome is not helpful and it really, really sabotages it. So, um, when you think about your um, self-doubt voice, like who is that voice, right? We've talked about our inner critic, naming our inner critic, the inner critic web, um, like what I talk about in my master classes. Um, so like who, like who is that voice and, and why is she feeding you that, like that you actually aren't um, ready or have value enough or have the ability to do what you're hoping to do? Um, depending on where, where you go with that. Um, you know, so that's kind of the first thing. And the, the cool thing about this is if you're here and you acknowledge me, I have imposter syndrome going on sometimes. The good news is you are ready actually and equipped to move forward. So let me say that again. If you're acknowledging you have imposter syndrome sometimes, you're actually right where you're meant to be and you're equipped and you're ready to move forward. Because you're no longer in denial, you're not ignoring the inner critic, you're not like in circles wondering what's going on. You're on that awareness part of the journey that I love talking about with clients in here. And so you're going from imposter syndrome towards your authentic self where you are confident, you're the expert, you trust yourself. And so you might think, well, not really. Or when the imposter syndrome pops up, you might be like, listen, I'm, I'm really not ready. But actually... If you acknowledge it and you're saying you have it, you're ready. Um, and you know, I've heard from a lot of a lot of my coaches and people I know that when I've been in trainings where it's like, oh my goodness, you know, am I really equipped to help these people? They say, you know, you just have to be two steps ahead, or I say sometimes right beside. You know, we have to be working on our own stuff in order to help people through theirs. That's really all it is. Acknowledge our humanity and then acknowledge that we're moving through it and that we 
um, are badasses, right? <laughs> so uh, I always consider my clients as peers. You know, we learn from each other and it's wonderful. And I would never say that, oh, I have totally arrived and I'm helping these women arrive to where I am. You know, we're all on a journey and sometimes it's in tandem and sometimes I've been through some things that can totally help them and vice versa. Uh, back when I was a therapist, I was a little more private about where I was on my journey and a lot of clients kind of seemed like they might have been a little, some of them, it seemed like they were a little intimidated by the way I was presenting. You know, I'm sitting there listening, helping them through things. And I had a couple who were really honest and I love them for this. You know, they're like, Mercedes, like you probably get so sick of hearing about this because your life is probably all together. You know, they had kind of that Hallmark Channel version of, you know, they thought I had had the best life and I, everything was going well. And I, you know, that's why I was helping them um, because I was sitting there in the chair as the therapist. Uh, but the truth of it all was, and I would tell them when they would say this, you know, is that I go home and I'm dealing with the same thing. I'm part of a family. I have insecurities. I am on a journey. You know, I think the only difference is, um, is that really I'm, in the role to listen and to reflect where, you know, they're in that role for others, I'm sure. And so it was really interesting for me as I started to open up a little more. And then of course headed more into coaching because I really did enjoy the, um, the sharing, not the self-disclosure all the time, but the sharing of like, Hey, this is real life and I am living a real life. Um, and I really, really did enjoy, you know, doing that. And it made me feel less an imposter syndrome. And then I went into coaching and I kind of thought like a lot of us that, oh, I need more education. You know, I did have some coaching stuff, but I didn't have life coaching. So do I need more? Do I need more credibility? And what we get stuck in, a lot of us, is we're constantly wanting to learn more so that we can be that expert. Um, or we feel like we're an imposter because, you know, maybe we're that part of our life doesn't feel so perfect, right? Uh, I think a lot about health coaches. I've worked with a lot of health coaches and Health coaches come, you know, in all shapes, sizes, health, all that stuff, ages, everything. And when we're in the health industry, it's there's a lot of pressure to be a certain way. You know, we it's the same thing we do with stereotyping and categorizing what we think a therapist should look like or what we think a doctor should look like or be. And a lot of the health coaches I've worked with who didn't feel like they were super comfortable in their own skin or felt, you know, kind of like they were, you know, not as healthy as they could be, felt like they couldn't help. Uh, and... I always say this is maybe a little crass, but it isn't really about having all of your shit together. Um, it actually is you acknowledging that you you have your areas that you're working on, uh, but you also have accrued the expertise over time in helping other women or people, in my case it's women, uh, get through areas of their lives because you've either lived it or you're willing to go there or you've been there with many others. And so I always find it interesting when health coaches think they have to like be completely fit uh, or look a certain way. That's not even congruent with their body type, let's say, uh, because we think we have to be the image of what we are um, of what we are selling. I'm doing my little quotation hand, little things. But so basically we get the imposter syndrome thing going when we think we need to be a certain way to serve or to show up. And it's really not true. Um, you know, it's your your willingness to go there and to be vulnerable and to be with people in their pain or whatever your profession is, you know, helping them through that. Um, and I'm a lifer for education. Like, I will always be learning. Um, but what imposter syndrome does 
then is um, it kind of keeps us seeking and not really going forward or acting. It keeps us kind of stuck, right? And, and then, then we have the self-doubt, like, oh, I just need one more class or I need one more thing and then I'll be ready. And what I found working with people is we're never quite fully ready. And actually when we go for something, when we're not fully ready, it, it can and it most often still happens for us. Right. So I love seeing when my when my clients get out of that self-doubt enough to go for it, they it, it usually happens and they're usually very pleasantly surprised. I, I love the surprise part, too. So when it comes to imposter syndrome, three shifts that I've noticed that we can look at today that will help you get out of it are these. OK, just food for thought. The first shift is in your thoughts and your mindset. Right. And so it's kind of like moving from the thoughts of I can't to I can or I am, right? It's kind of moving into the whole of, you know, I'm I'm doing my best or I'm learning as I go versus the all or nothing perfectionism thinking and that mindset of abundance versus the lack of like, oh, I'm so stuck in doubt, right? And then it's closely related to number two, which we've talked a lot about, is shifting your inner critic away from being your voice of truth and reason. Uh, and what will happen is as you heal your inner critic and you access your inner wisdom, you will start to feel more confident and have less of that doubt and you'll feel more valuable. All those beliefs that the thoughts kind of trickle into the inner critic will heal. Um, and then the third one, the third shift that I really think is really cr crucial is shifting into being the expert that you with capital Y-O-U are. So the expert that you are and only you can be as a mom to the kids that are in your family or as for me like a coach to the women who find me or God sends to me, right? Or as the doctor who sees their patients each day, like you are the expert over your, um, your, your like peripheral area, right? So if you look at it that way, you're not necessarily going to doubt yourself as much because with that belief that you're an expert in the area that you are, operating in um it's you know there's really no um no comparison and having difficulty with the confidence you know so you know being the expert that you are um in in the journey you're on um, if you shift into that the thoughts of of all that doubt will will melt away it's it's easier said than done of course but it's pretty much my life's work right helping women get there and if we address these three things, the thoughts, mindset, and then the inner critic, and then allowing us to step into being the expert that we really are for where we're intended, um, we will be more connected to others, of course, but then we'll have more connection to ourselves. And that, as, as you know, is really the answer, I think, and I've been sharing with you for a while, to the whole dilemma of self-doubt, of any of this stuff that we've been talking about that keeps us away from who we really are. Um, is that connection connecting to ourself, our authentic self. And when we can access that, we can live at a whole new level. We can kick ass. We can, you know, um, do those things that will help us to um, step into it. You know, I think uh, when I first started talking about the, you know, imposter syndrome and it was kind of like we don't value ourselves for who we really are, it just made me kind of, you know, it kind of hits you in the in the solar plexus, kind of a sucker punch when we're devaluing ourselves or we're mistrusting ourselves. Like that's not a place that I want any of us to be. Um, and I don't want, and I don't, 
I, I don't think that is what is intended for our lives. And um, I always think, I mean, I love t-shirts with words. So I, I was, I kind of wrote here, like, what t-shirt are you wearing that could combat that, right? That you can value yourself more, you can trust yourself more, you can say, you know, I'm an expert in this because of this, not because of only the textbook reasons. Um, you know, and I, I wrote this before, like, authenticity is the remedy. That would be one t-shirt I would wear. I lately have a lot of mottos and mantras that I would wear on t-shirts. But when it comes to, you know, self-doubt, I really think that it's worth our time to really allow for ourselves to acknowledge that we do doubt ourselves. We have imposter syndrome. We feel, you know, that self-distrust and insecurity and diffidence. Um, and then acknowledging that we can shift our thoughts, you know, heal the inner critic, um, and then, you know, step into who we are as an expert, like our personal blueprint versus comparing to everybody else. Um, we're going to feel these things shifting and we're going to be connected to ourselves. And I've really been hitting this home, like home runs if I were a baseball player, about really like that is the name of the game and that is what I'm here for. And I've been talking about this hybrid that's coming this fall. When this airs, it'll be, it'll have opened registration the day before today. So you'll be able to register for this if you want. But I just want to talk about it for a few minutes here because we have the time. Um, early bird is registration is now open. You know, there is a code to get, you know, some money off, which I love early bird gets the worm. Can you guys hear my dog snoring? This is great. But anyway, so focus here, right? So yeah, the hybrid, you've been hearing about it a little bit. It's the one-on-one -on -one slash group support slash you'll have um, monthly things that will be happening. The, the cool part of it is there is the seven step, uh, what I call like spiritual EMDR, which you're going to get to hypno journey, which um, in another podcast this month and you hear a little bit more about, but it's, it's basically connecting to your authentic self without having to go through any of the drama, trauma, any of it. So it's a really cool way to, in six months, wake up and be like, wow, I'm really connected to myself and I'm approaching everything in life a little differently. Healing some of that past narrative, stories, trauma, and then being present in who you are and then looking forward to your future self. It's beautiful. It's, the, it's what I've been talking about. You'll hear from other practitioners this month and from Bran and me and when we did a session together, um, all sorts of things this month to get you ready. Uh, but this early bird rate is for good for this first part of the month. So reach out with any questions. There's a limited amount of women I'm going to have. It's going to be an intimate small group and it's going to be like kind of show up as you can and as you are and really learn to be in a group setting where you can feel really confident and comfortable too, not doubting, comparing, nothing like that. So I'm really excited about it. I went through this process last year. Like I said, the first four months will have those first seven sessions of the journey. And then the second part, which is the last two months of the six months, will be the coaching with me and within the group um, to implement it, integrate it, and to make a plan for that next six months. So that's kicking off in October, uh, but I'm taking registration now, and um, it's first come, first serve. So any questions you have about it, I would love to answer those questions. We'll be doing some Q&As this month, but just wanted to get that out there to you. So I really hope you learn a little bit more about yourself, about your self-doubt, how it's impacting you, 
are you in imposter syndrome right now? And are you ready to be out? Are you ready to be um, in a place where you're growing and thriving more? Um, so maybe the hybrid is for you. Um, you can also always book a free clarity call with me to find out more about it and to see if it's really something that you want. So um, the links are in the, in the, in the, what do you call it? Show notes for whatever you need to find, whether it's the clarity call or it is, you know, to register. And I just love talking to you and I'll be back again next week talking more about self-doubt and this journey that I'm inviting you on. Have a wonderful day. Hey there. Thanks for listening, my friend. If you like the podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you, or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes a village, and I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl, that girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.